we'd have an exam on Saturday. Oh, Something man. I forgot about. <laughs> oh, man. That... But yeah, we would have like maybe one or twice a month. We'd have exams on Saturday. And it happens a lot, actually. And so, yeah, in the morning, you just have like four hours of ex- exam. And then you... Four hours? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So is that to prepare you for LeBac it's, or something? Yeah, it's... Yes, exactly. It's the last year. It's not it's not all high school. It's last year. It's like okay. uh I mean, um in America you have SATs. This yeah. is the most common I hear of. Mm-hmm. You have SATs was it's kind of the same thing. And uh, they prepare us to uh to, oh. to this exam. Yeah, by doing several examination like on Saturday for four hours. Have you enjoyed listening to the Incredible Paul podcast? Are you looking for a way to support it? Or maybe you just want some swag? Check out the Incredible Paul store today. We have shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats, stickers, and so much more. Go to IncrediPaul.org, I-N-C-R-E-D-I-Paul.org, and click on the store link. Or go to the link in my socials bio and click on the Incredible shop. Looking forward to seeing your Incredible look. Your professional development is one of the keys to your career success. When you combine your desire to grow with actionable steps, your journey to success becomes an incredible reality. Welcome to the Incredible Podcast. And now, sharing his expertise, experience, and excellence with the world, here's your host, Paul Ferrandi. Welcome to the Incredible Paul Podcast. I'm Paul Ferrandi. Excited you're joining me on this journey to become the best versions of ourselves by learning from each other. Today on the podcast, I have the honor of having Estelle with me. Estelle, can you introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about you? Hi, uh, well, I'm from France, first of all, <laughs> yeah. uh, living in, uh, in Paris and working in Paris in the, in the hotel as a sales manager. Awesome. Um, yeah, and I'm 20 soon to be 28 years old <laughs> uh yeah i mean not really a big talkative person but <laughs> whatever that, that's fair enough uh so yeah that's so you you started off right with that so Estelle is really my first international well technically second international guest uh, so it's, it's super exciting there's a time difference uh, between us I know it's kind yeah, of yeah. late kind of late on, on your it's end really but, late for me but yeah <laughs> yeah it's a seven hour uh, time difference but I appreciate you uh, being on on the podcast and just to get a little learn a little bit more about you just um and then we'll, we'll go from there I so I know you you talked to that you're a sales manager um in Paris um, how long have you been there? And did you, were there some things you did before that? Um, I'm new to, um, I'm new to this job. I'm new to Paris. Uh, it's not been a long time. I started in, uh, in April, um, yes. as a, uh, as a receptionist, first of all. Hmm. And then in May, I got the job as a sales manager. In nice. The hotel. Um, I studied in Paris before, hmm. uh, so I, yeah, I went to, I'd say college, but it's not really 
college here. <laughs> yeah, so okay. uh, it's not the same system. So, but yeah, I went <laughs> I to school. Different. Yeah, <laughs> came from uh, from Toulouse. Toulouse. Uh, Toulouse is yeah, it's a southwest uh, city, um, and uh, yeah, it's very. It's it's hard to you know to start this kind of new job. It's really mm. not something I, I did before. Before, mm. so um, I I mean I studied events and management. Mm. I mean most of, most of all, but yeah. So sales is kind of new. Yeah, I, I can only imagine sales is a, a whole different world. Uh, sales, mm. event management. So my yeah. background's in engineering, so that's like speaking a foreign language to me. Yeah, so I'm like, like money, 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 please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, so I, you kind of hinted on it, like how the the different school system in it is in France. I'm sure my audience yeah. is not really aware of what it looks like in France versus the United States. We can kind of compare and contrast. I know for the United States, I know you're aware of it, but like for the United States, uh, from high school, um, people can transition straight into college, a four-year college, or sometimes a two-year community college. And then there's a, a, we have different entrance exams we take, either an ACT or an SAT, is that similar to what you do in France or like totally different? Uh, it is a little bit um, similar. Um, I mean, when we we graduated high school with a uh, uh, with the back, uh, the back is like the last year of high school. Oh, we yeah. take this exam. It's like mm-hmm. the biggest exam. Uh, <laughs> and I mean... You, you need to pass it or you can go to university <laughs> oh, wow. so yeah so this is like opposition to america is not really a big deal we don't make it a big deal like as uh, in terms of ceremony for example okay we don't do all that kind of stuff it's very little it's very uh it's a small thing i mean it can be a little party or something anyway um uh, and after yeah <laughs> yeah after we graduate from high school um then we have like several possibilities which can be either go to university university mm-hmm. uh, university which is uh free free of cost for for all students um you just need to like pay maybe 100 euros to get uh just to to sign in i mean you know <laughs> wow so that's definitely a big difference i'll, I'll come back yeah. to that but keep going yeah, yes, it's very different. I mean, education is really important to, I mean, it's really important to be accessible to to everyone, to all the mm-hmm. people. Um, so you have the university, which is free. Um, and But you also have schools that cost money. Mm. But not as much as in America, for example. <laughs> and we have... A, <laughs> I mean, America is really... It's, it's over the top. I mean, it's, it's way too... Too expensive. It's People really take expensive. loans. Yeah, big loans, several years. Um, but most, mostly, we have like maybe for one year. Usually, it's like maybe seven, eight thousand euros. I don't really yeah. know if how it oh, is really? in America, but it's like, yeah. Does and, that uh, include like room and board, or is that just? 
to go? No, it's just the school. Just the school. Okay. We pay it like monthly. Okay. And uh, and yeah, and it's basically so. When you get to college, you start with what we call what we call a license. License. Yeah, une licence. Uh, and there are some schools who now like they talk, uh, they name it, they call it a bachelor's degree, but it's different from America. I think in, in America the bachelor is like four years. Yeah. Yeah, we are three years, <laughs> but okay. we like to call it the American way, the bachelor. Uh, um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a three year. After um, the three years, you get to you continue to master's degree and the master's degree is two years two years okay that's similar for us yeah two years and then you get on with the phd and all that so and in between you you have internships oh we have as well something the um apprenticeship i guess oh, apprenticeship. Um, alternance. you know we have what we call alternance um students uh would, like they usually They're enrolled in a, in a college, in a, in a private school. Mm. Um, so they get to study, uh, like, for example. Are you wondering what's next? Has everything you tried failed? Or maybe you just feel a little bit stuck? Then coaching may be right for you. The coaching relationship is a relationship that's totally centered on you. If you're tired of running on the hamster wheel of life, want to start seeing results, reach out to Incredible for help. So what are you waiting for? Go to paulferrandi.com or at I am Incredible on all my socials. Click the link in the bio for your free coaching session. I want to make sure you become the best version of yourself. Two days in a week, they get to go to school and wow. three days in a, uh, in a company. Wow. And the company um, will pay for their school and give them a salary as well wow so it's really a win-win uh yeah especially for so students. <laughs> you're basically getting paid to go to school yeah we wow. get paid uh, uh they get paid to yeah to go to school and work as well with them so school's paid they get a monthly uh, uh pay uh, payroll Yes, okay. and yeah. Uh, so yeah, and this is very is it's very nice because it allows you to get experience to to work uh, firsthand in a company to get experience while studying. It's not just studying and then doing internships. It's really so <laughs> that's the apprenticeship. So in the internships, is it that they only work during the summer, or how does the internship work? Mm, internship. Depends on the school. Usually, schools go from September to May, June, okay. something Which like this. Way, yeah. And afterwards, they'd have to do an internship. Uh, usually, when you start la licence, it's usually like little internships, oh. two months, three months, and and the upper you go, and the higher you go, and the the longer the internship is. So afterwards, you'd be like maybe six month internship oh, wow. or maybe yeah six month internship some some uh, some schools also require to like get to do an internship uh outside of france wow okay um but 
so yeah, internship is like a really a full time. You're for for it's a full time um, okay. job in the company. Okay. Whereas Altano's apprenticeship, you're half the time here and half the time. Uh, that's oh, okay. Okay. So that that's so much of the internships that we have in the, in the states too, you know, because like you said, September to May typically. Some schools start in late August as well, and they'll get done in May. But really, from May to to August is time to do internships. People also do summer classes as well uh, if they want. If there's a particular class they want to get ahead of, I don't know if that's as common in France to take a class or no. two this summer. No, it's not. No, not really, or at least not in um, in private schools. Okay. Maybe in university. Um, but and even I, we don't really do that. Okay. Yeah. So so French that's students a... love to enjoy their summer. So it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's way too sacred. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't blame you there. Yeah, we don't really like. No, the, we don't really have summer summer school. Yeah. yeah. But we do internships. We Internship. do internships. Internships and, and apprenticeships. Yeah, internships. And- and in high school, like last year of high school, we uh, would have exams or work on Saturdays. You have exams on Saturdays? On Saturdays, yeah. <laughs> A whole year? Yeah. Not every Saturday, but maybe like twice a month. Wow. We'd have an exam on Saturday. Oh, Something man. I forgot about. <laughs> oh man, that. But yeah, we would have like maybe one or twice a month. We'd have exams on Saturday, and it happens a lot actually. So yeah, in the morning you just have like four hours of ex- exam, and then you. Four hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! So is that to prepare just... you for Labac it's, or something? Yeah, it's. Yes, exactly. It's the last year. It's not. It's not all high school. It's last year. It's like. Okay. Uh, I mean, um, in America, you have SATs. This yeah. is the most common I hear of. Mm-hmm. You have SATs was it's kind of the same thing, and uh, they prepare us to uh, to, oh. to this exam. Yeah, by doing several examination like on Saturday for four hours. Okay, so how long is the actual Labac? Le- is it four hours or is it like a whole day or so- a couple of days? A couple of days. <laughs> a couple of days. Oh. Yeah, it's a so couple of days, hours. not only one day. <laughs> oh, man. So when they're doing four hours, that's just, that's a warm-up. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, several days because we have to take, uh, I mean, all the, all the curriculums everything i mean we have french math physics uh biology um english uh, german or spanish <laughs> wow wait so how, yeah. how many different languages usually in school we have two languages one english and the other one is a uh, choice of yours i mean usually it's either german or spanish uh, okay. now i know some schools have added like chinese Okay, because it got so common. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of people who speak Chinese. Yeah, Mandarin, Chinese, or even yeah. So say they, they do that. Some also have Italian, 
Um, but yeah, we have an exam for everything. Plus, uh, um, yeah, philosophy as well. History, geography. So everything. And that's, this is like maybe minimum two hours for every curriculum. Wow. Minimum. Okay. So this is Labak, and I'm sure I'm butchering the pronunciation. It sounds pretty, I think it sounds pretty similar to, so my background is I was born in Nigeria, grew up in United States. I think it's it's similar to the, the English system as well. They have uh, an entry system and Nigeria kind of did their own thing that they call JAM, which is everything that you have learned throughout high school or secondary school, as they call it, hmm. you take an exam on. Yes. So. Well, that's basically, this is basically it, actually. Wow. So, so, so I, yeah. so what you're saying is everyone in the United States should consider themselves lucky that they just take SATs for half a day. <laughs> Only half a day? That's it? It's but, probably like five hours. But I think maybe also the difference is, uh, I don't know, do you have like multiple choice questions? Yes. And you just like tick the, the answer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't do that. So none of them are multiple choice? No, we don't have multiple choice questions. It's really like for math, for example, you have to write everything down. Wow. All the calculation, everything. You have to demonstrate that A plus B equals C. French as well. You, we, we, we don't have multiple choice questions. We have a lot of um, uh, writing, uh, yeah, yeah, essays, a lot of essays in history, geography. We have maps to fill in. <laughs> oh, you have to fill in maps? Yeah. And geography, yes, depending on how it is organized because it's very weird. And everything wow. has changed. Actually, everything has changed uh, mm. comparing to what uh, to my generation. I mean, yeah. Uh, now everything's changed. It's very different. Uh, I still don't understand or, how it works. Is it easier or harder from what you? I don't know, but I guess it's like the choice is yours. I think. I mean, oh. you choose what you want to study more, because. Oh. In my time, we had uh, we have three kinds of uh, of, of back. Okay. We have uh, literature. Mm-hmm. We have economics, and and science. Okay. Um, I had the I got to science. In <laughs> <laughs> um, science, you would have like more math, yeah, more biology, mm-hmm. physics. In economy, you have the yeah you have a an economic curriculum which you don't have in science, for example, mm-hmm. uh, and so on. Um, and we just had those three choices. And now, uh, what I understand is that they choose whatever they want to have. It's like they have maybe two or three majors and then minus. So I, I know you mentioned earlier you said you said you're from Toulouse. You also you're you're Lebanese. So tell me more about that. Um, like how long have you lived in Toulouse? Were you born in Lebanon? Did you grow up there? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to a lot of places. Uh, I was born in Lebanon, mm. and then we uh, my parents left uh, when when I was two. 
Okay. And we went to Germany. Germany. We lived in Germany for five years. Wow. And uh, we moved then uh, straight to France, and mm. we lived for I don't know how many years, but in uh, in Orléans. Orléans. So, if we should say I'm from I'm from Orléans, not really. Orléans. Uh, I've lived more than 10 years in Orléans. <laughs> yeah, okay. So uh, the, I've, I yeah, say I've grown for, there and all. The, for, for the people listening, the Orléans is the original Orléans. Because in the yes, States, it's not New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, we have New Orleans, which we pronounce it wrong. I pronounce all the French stuff wrong. <laughs> the Orléans. Orléans. <laughs> uh, but but keep going. So you spent you said ten years in Orleans. So that's the way it, you really consider yourself from. Yeah, where you grew yes, up. Yes, I grew up there. I went to school, high school, um, and then we and then my mom got a job in Toulouse, and that's how we got to Toulouse. Okay. And then we grew up, and uh, <laughs> and I got to Paris. <laughs> I mean, it's very recent. It's my first year here in Paris alone uh wow. i've got i don't have my parents mm. uh i pay everything by myself <laughs> wow so I think yeah. paris is the most expensive cut a city in the f- world no actually it's tokyo is it tokyo now i thought i th- yeah i think it's tokyo it's been okay for a paris while. is definitely up there though <laughs> Yeah, so I the think top it's like three, top five, least. yeah, top three, yeah. It's, so that's that's a pretty it's big jump. Very, it's very expensive. I mean, it's way too. It's yeah, it's too much. <laughs> I mean, no. I live in the nineteen square meter. Nineteen. I don't. Ha- I don't know how much in in foot, but let me. I'm gonna do a conversion real quick, real time. So that's about 200 square feet. That's yeah. like uh, that's pretty small for at least yeah, for pretty small for 760 euros. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I am not in Paris. I am not in Paris. I'm outside of Paris. So okay. if I uh, inside in Paris within Paris, it's a little bit che- uh, more expensive. the the hard The hardest thing actually is not even the fact that it's expensive or not. It's m- more the hard thing is to find it. Oh, like to find a place to live. Yes, it is so difficult. You have wow. to have a long term. A uh, long-term job, you don't have to be, you know, in a um, how, how do you say it? Um, you're not unemployed. You're employed, but you have this uh, time period where oh, like probation, maybe. Yes, yeah, something like right. this probation. I mean, the company within this time frame, they can let you go. Mm. Uh, yeah, so don't not pay anything. Uh, uh, because you know, here in France, it's harder to to fire someone uh, when they're on long term. It's really hard to fire. It's it's like it's illegal to fire without like really uh, big reasons. Really? Yes. You at least either you you did something like very very bad, uh, so you're really at fault, 
mm-hmm. or you had to or you got like several warnings wow. if you got like three warnings at work uh, they can they they are allowed actually to fire you or something wow so i know something that's been really big here is just like a lot of tech companies like twitter and facebook and amazon have been laying people off here in the states uh so that doesn't seem to be a very common thing in in paris or in france yeah they don't really do that the only times they do that they, a lot of people got cut, you know, cut off. They mm. uh, got fired of work, but usually they would use the excuse of economic, uh, uh. economical, uh, because of yeah, because they don't have enough money, so they would be cutting off a lot of people okay. at the same time. And every year, every time it's this happens, there's a lot of it gets on the news. It gets huge. Oh, it's. Uh, yeah. Uh, and they actually, they get, I mean, the people that got fired get kind of, not a lot of money, but they got the money, you know, I mean, they get money and then they get some help and they get, you know, the um, government, uh, uh, the government, yeah, help to get back on track and find a job. Yeah, government gives us money. (laughs) (laughs) this is how i could like really say it in a very familiar way Uh, the government gives us money (laughs) yeah yeah i think that that's probably similar to what we have is like um well we have if you are out of a job you have to file for unemployment but Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're going to get money because depending on if you quit or if you're fired and I don't know too much about it because I haven't experienced it personally, fortunately, but there's a lot of stipulations that you may or may not get money in the U S. Yeah. It happens to us as well. I mean, depending on what you did and how long, uh, how long you have worked in the company or how you left the company. Okay. If you, if you got fired, Mm-hmm. by the company you get um, i mean unemployment help okay yeah you get uh, you get money uh if you decided to 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 go you don't get it okay. you have to wait a little bit before you're getting it and what they do here in france is sometimes they have they try they find an agreement they sign off a, an agreement between the company and the employee to uh to to end the contract oh and in this way the employee can get uh, the the help from the government but it's not really like maybe people will think that okay we got we get paid by the government but it's not really true actually because we pay it oh, we pay yeah. it <laughs> taxes yeah no, it's not really taxes it's really in our uh paycheck i mean not paycheck but it in description okay some You're... of the of our salaries amount goes to this oh it goes directly to paying if you're not working yes to okay. paying if you're not working paying when you get uh, retired as well yeah okay. so everyone here in france is working and putting money 
uh, into those two things, reti retirement and unemployment. And we actually pay for other people. Today, work is so hard. Mm. Um, I mean, the the environment, the mm -hmm. it's very hard. A lot of burnouts, a lot of... Yeah. Uh, it's very it's a harsh world <laughs> yeah so, that's true. That's true. and uh, everything is expensive and you get a salary but you lay you we, we pay a lot of taxes mm -hmm. so there are a lot of people who currently are like okay well i'm just gonna stay unemployed for a while the government's paying me i get the money and i don't have you know uh I'm living good I'm at home. <laughs> Everything's fine. I do whatever I want. It's actually what I did a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I yeah. did that a little bit, but it was like during COVID-19. Yeah. Um, I kind of enjoyed it, of being unemployed and getting paid for being unemployed. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have any rent to pay. Um, but it's nice because you can just like focus on yourself. Yeah. And afterwards, when you get to the end of this, uh, <laughs> of the unemployment help, when you get at the end of it, because not, uh, it's it doesn't work forever. Yeah. When you get at the end, this is where you have like real pressure. You know, like you should find a job. And now, uh, okay, okay. But some people can stay unemployed for two years. Two years, really? Yeah. That's really interesting. I was, I was thinking something. Oh, yeah. So you mentioned that part of your paycheck goes to unemployment. The other part goes to uh, retirement. retirement. What about, is part of it healthcare? Or is that separate? It's separate. It's separate, okay. Separate of healthcare is something, it's an addition as well. I mean, we're a very social country. <laughs> <laughs> So we pay for everything to get everything yeah. uh, for free, but actually nothing's free. Nothing's free. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding because actually what we pay uh, doesn't even cover what what it's what what the real cost. I mean, no, it doesn't even cover the real cost. Uh, no one here in France will pay ten thousand dollars something, ten thousand euros for. I mean for. for for getting in the hospital. You will never pay that. Right. Everything is taken care of by the government. They pay wow. um, they pay some part of it, and mm -hmm. we as citizens pay another part okay. uh, throughout our paycheck, our salary. Okay. We have a universal health care, mm -hmm. which is, uh, I mean, it's mandatory for everyone. Uh, there's even a system for those for the for people who don't have papers in France. Really? Yeah. So foreigners and all those people who don't have papers, everyone is uh, allowed to to you know to get hospitalized to get uh, medical treatments. Wow. The only thing that uh, differs is like um, main health issues is usually free but okay. if you add things for example i don't know the eye doctor mm -hmm. uh the eye doctor uh, uh dermatologist um there's oh, like things like special yeah specialized yeah um you pay 
on your own. Okay. But we have a cover um, in Mutuel. And the, you have that as well in America, I think. Yeah, we have. Um, I'm trying to think of what it's called. I know exactly what you're saying. Um, and usually uh, this is. Copay or like. Usually those are the, the company pays for them. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't. We, yeah, they pay it. It is included. We are directly like when you get hired in a company, you're automatically, mm-hmm. you are automatically uh, linked to this uh, health cover. I don't know how you say that, but <laughs> to yeah. the mutual. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's health coverage. Yeah. So, so that that's really interesting. Comparing with the the, the states, uh, which I know you're already somewhat aware of it that. We have deductions for retirement and for um, um, for unemployment and for healthcare, but the healthcare does not, not cover everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it only covers the elderly and for people who are unemployed, mm-hmm. uh, and then everything is just through your employer. Because um, we, because uh, the United States is very capitalistic. To a fault, I will yeah. say. Some people it benefits, but if a lot of people it does not benefit as well. Well, this is this is what kind of you know, uh, what kind of shocked me when I got to when I visited the the United States mm-hmm. is that, I mean, yeah, it is a very capitalist system. Either if, if you work, you work and you get paid and you get money and you can do yeah. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And if you don't work, you, I mean, you're just out of the picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you don't when get you see this, taken, out of, taken care of either. Yes. When you see the difference, when I saw people like on one side, a lot of, uh, a lot of consumption. I mean, a lot of uh, rich, you know, it's very rich on one yeah. side. People are rich, they consume a lot, they go out a lot, they buy a lot. And on the other side, you see people on the streets, and but not a few people, a lot of people on the streets. And it's very disturbing. I mean, how can this be possible? To, to be on the streets here in France, I mean, you, you really have to have a lot of problems. Hmm. Because with all the help of the government, I mean, if you're on the streets, it really means that... that you're really like on the, you know, au fond du trou. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a, a translation for that? <laughs> uh, you're deep down below, I guess you could say. <laughs> you're okay. I think I think I know you're saying. You're down like, the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, you pretty much um, have given up on life. I'm guessing. We all get help. Mm. I mean, if the rent is, we have like social buildings as well. Uh-huh. The rent is cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's way cheaper, but it's like I don't know if you, if you saw if you, um, we have some buildings who look like each other, you know, like very big mm. blocks of buildings. Oh, okay. Um, this is these are what we call ash uh, HLM. 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 It's social buildings okay, okay those social buildings uh, the rent is cheaper uh 
does that. I mean, everyone can afford it. Mm -hmm. And in order to get an apartment in those buildings, you have to have like some kind of lower status, you know. Okay. You don't. You can't have. You can't earn more than I don't know. For example, ten thousand per year. Just okay. Saying this like that. You can't have more yeah, than this like money, yeah. and you yeah. have to to be like the family alone and have a lot of conditions in order to be able to 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 earn this uh, to okay. get this apartment. Okay. So yeah, and one I said is very difficult uh, because. When you have a good job or a long-term job, you can get those social apartments. But when you're not, it's not even enough on the other, I mean, on the other side. So you're like, okay, I can get what the poor people have and I can get what the rich people have. What do I do? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, what do you do? What do I do? <laughs> what do I do? Well, you live in a 19 square meter uh, apartment and it's say. It's a uh, it's a uh, student's apartment. Well, I'm curious, uh, just for you, as far as like your journey and what you've done so far, is there anything you, you feel like you would have done differently if you went back to school now? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would you do differently? If I had to go back in time, yeah, I would definitely just like go to an acting school, the, to an acting school or uh, to cinema. Yeah. To cinema. Study that sounds, cinema. That sounds exciting. I would definitely do that. I mean, I just late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking an acting, acting lesson, so it's okay. <laughs> All right, nice. I I say it's never it's never too late to do something. I no, know it's never too late. <laughs> I have done too many things. I, I would be the last one to say it's too late to do something. <laughs> I studied uh I studied hospitality management, so events management. I studied uh um business. I studied uh animation. Oh wow. <laughs> I did arts. <laughs> Wow. Uh, uh, I actually did some acting lessons so way back in time. Yeah, I did a lot of things. I did digital as well, which kind of sounds absurd, but um, I I think it's exciting. I I know we we talked about it when we when we talked initially in mm-hmm. in Paris. That there's a little bit. It's different kind of feel in the United States versus in Paris where I think you mentioned that in Paris or in France they really want you to focus on one thing and be really good at it yes. um, whereas in the United States it's not uncommon for someone to have multiple things or multiple careers like, like yeah. I, I told you like what I do I work as an engineer but I also have this podcast I do speaking I do coaching and there's a lot of people like that. I would say it's, I don't, I wouldn't even say it's a minority. There's a lot of people doing multiple things. Um, so I think that's, that's, that's another difference of, to highlight between uh, the U.S. and France, I think. Yeah, um, it's true that here in France, or at least this is the feeling I get, uh, usually companies would look for, employers would look for a profile that, that has 
take an example if you want to <clears throat> if you want to apply to a marketing job i don't know a marketing mm-hmm. manager um there'll be for people who did like uh, uh really just marketing studies like they started mm-hmm. with the marketing uh, bachelor and then a marketing uh uh master's degree in marketing mm-hmm. and maybe with a specialized in digital marketing i don't know Mm-hmm. when did an internship in marketing and did so yeah they they usually they would really uh, focus uh, and emphasize on this this thing yeah to get promoted uh, in a spe- specific field in which you want to work in i mean you have to be this linear you know mm-hmm. it has to be linear um whereas a pro- profiles like mine it's not really well seen because hmm. usually like employers would think, okay, this person doesn't know what they do. Well, this person don't know what she wants to do, <laughs> which is actually kind of true. Uh, <laughs> or <laughs> this person doesn't like, she, she doesn't stay in the same company. She doesn't. So they're kind of, and you know, as like in America, it's easier to fire someone. Whereas in yeah. France, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And that's why employers are really, yeah, they're really, uh, ah. uh, you know, itchy on, on hiring someone because we need to hire the perfect person. Ah. If we don't hire the perfect person, it would mean uh, either this person will stay and we won't be able to fire her or, uh, or this person just will leave. But we spend a lot of time training her. So, and time training means money spent. Yeah. Uh, and this person doesn't feel great. So, okay. So, I don't know, six months, uh, one year, and she leaves. Um, okay, mm. great. <laughs> okay. So, this is what's kind of difficult here. Yeah. Companies have a lot of taxes, uh, uh, can't fire the way they want, they, they would like to fire people. So, we are making it really hard on the companies here. Uh, and that is why it's kind of uh, it's funny, but it's it's hard to find a job here because mm-hmm. of that. It's hard to find a job, and it's and that's why employers will focus on someone who has already like several years of experience in the same field, even if I mean, okay, you might be nice, but I don't care about your profile. You just did some sales management. I want someone with marketing management uh, experience. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> even want... even if you studied this. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. I I would say that happens here too as well. Um, depending on what the the job or role is, it might be really specific. And there's also ways. I don't know what the system is with the CVs or resumes in France, how easily you can, like, because you can have some experiences that may or may, that might be similar to another job, even though you're, maybe you're in sales management, maybe you did some things similar to marketing, they can put on your resume. I know that happens here all the time, that yeah. people will, will move that direction because they were in sales, but they were doing a lot of marketing stuff that are in sales, while they're in sales. So they want to move to marketing or vice versa. So. It really depends. I mean, maybe if you're in the same company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to get to a 
now the different company is kind of hard. But I think that, that's just like, especially what I talk about in this podcast between leadership and growth is just understanding that as long as we're still living, we should still be growing, still trying different things because we never know if you're going to like something until you try it. I also don't know if you're not going to like something until you try it. Um, yeah. But, but I mean, as long as there's life, there's, there's opportunities. I know from what you're saying in France, it does sound a lot more difficult uh, to get those opportunities. But I had a group a couple of years ago that someone, they'd in, been in our, our mailing service, our post office, they worked there for 30 plus years and they did not like oh. it. And I asked them, so why are you still there? And it's just because they got comfortable um, it was a job yeah. that paid well, but they didn't like it. It was hard on, on their, their body and all the stuff because they're constantly, um, the conditions that they worked in were not great, um, but they've been doing it for so long that they didn't feel like they could do anything different. But I think that's just a part of understanding what are some of the skills you can transfer. Sometimes you have to take the motion. Sometimes you go out unemployment go through different hardships but i think it's always worth trying to do something different um, and not living your whole life being miserable and just accepting it no um, i don't do that <laughs> yeah no it doesn't sound like i don't have time to be miserable i mean <laughs> before i had like the you know the, the privilege of living in, at my parents so nice. if i didn't like a job i would just quit i don't care yeah. Now I have run to base. It's kind of harder. <laughs> yeah. But like I know that I don't want to stay uh, longer in this company uh, because there's some problems occurring and it's kind of draining my energy and I don't oh. want to do. I don't. I don't want to spend my t- time just worrying about work, uh, mm-hmm. worrying about my health and mental health. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. I mean, I I just want to be happy. Yeah. That's I just want to do something that makes me happy, and. Uh, I don't care about anything else. I mean, if I don't feel good, well, whatever, yeah. I'll find something else. So, I, and I wanna, I wanna get back on track on with acting. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds exciting. I think that's good. I think that's a good lesson to learn from people on on the podcast. That a lot of times you might you might end up in situations that you you don't like, but that doesn't mean that you have to stay there. That you can... Yeah, because I mean, it could be kind of taboo, you know, like mm-hmm. a lot of people criticize people who just leave their work mm-hmm. uh, because, oh, you didn't stay, you didn't like, sometimes, okay, you didn't fight for it. What do you mm-hmm. want me to fight for? Do you want me to fight for being unhappy? I mean, mm-hmm. what do you want me to do? I'm not yeah. happy. That's it. Ciao. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why, why, why should I hurt myself by saying like two years, three years, four years? If like it's been six months, I'm not, I'm not happy. Yeah. At, at what moment uh, will I be happy? Yeah. I mean, I'm not even in this. I'm not even in the phase where I'm just bored of the job. It's just that I'm really unhappy of the job, mm-hmm. unhappy of the environment, happy of mm-hmm. the way that it is managed. On that, mm-hmm. I, I don't need that. I don't need yeah. that. So I don't care if you criticize me. Criticize all you want, but I just want to be happy. Yeah. 
Well, we have been talking for over yeah. an hour. <laughs> Very <laughs> interesting. Was, yeah, yeah. And uh, like I said, it's just a conversation. I'm glad you're able to, to join me on it. I know it was, it started, it's already been a long day for you, but I'm glad that you're able to join, uh, share your experiences, share your differences, and just share that it's it's okay to do things that are not what everyone else is doing. I mean, every we're all different. We all have different strengths and weaknesses with different passions. And I think it's important that we understand that we don't have to be doing what everyone else is doing if it doesn't make yeah. us happy. As I, as I said, I have a very versatile profile. I did a lot of things. But, mm-hmm. And people always judge me about that. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you, you don't seem to just focus on one thing, you know, just to. But yeah, just I'm curious. I want to try a lot of things. And yeah. I want to try a lot of things, okay? And I try something, okay? I see that I am unfit or unhappy. Mm-hmm. Why should I continue? I just don't yeah. want to lose... I don't want to lose my time doing something where I am either unfit or unhappy. Yeah, so I would just look short. for something else. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's too short. And and more so, like, I'm in my 20s. Uh, afterwards, I don't know. Maybe I will get a family. Maybe maybe I won't even have time anymore. So Yeah, that's true. Very just true. enjoy when I'm young and uh, do whatever the heck I want. <laughs> like it. <laughs> do whatever the heck you want. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll wrap it up with that. So you heard it from here. You heard it from Estelle. Do whatever the heck you want because <laughs> yeah. people people are gonna judge you regardless of if if you like it or if they don't like it. it doesn't matter. So why let that stop you? But to say thanks for joining us on the Incredible Paul podcast. Hope you learned something. Hope you were inspired by this conversation. I know I was. And until next time. Thank you for listening to the Incredipal podcast with Paul Ferranbi. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll see you here next time. And be incredible. 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 incredible.